time. Good morning, oh, New York City. <laughs> New York City. We're here again. We are here again. Let's hope we don't have back at it again with another issues. codependent episode. Back at it again. One bite. I really love rules. So, how's everyone doing? I quit my job today. Oh my How about gosh, you? I quit my job last week. How about you? <laughs> I think that everybody at some point in their life should quit their job. Just for the power that you feel from quitting said job. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about No, I don't want to release anything yet. Like, I'm still employed. <laughs> but I no, quit. I don't think I'll talk about it really ever. No, right. You don't but. talk about trauma right away. You block it out. <laughs> <laughs> you block it out. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to rent my own salon chair so technically own my own business in a sense a bagel chair yeah I'm excited I have some ideas um it'll be great it's gonna be a fantastic experience I'm excited for one in the area love to do your hair would love to do it absolutely and if you're not in the area please arrange transportation because we are (laughs) global it's okay. Global. Global. Nationwide. So exciting things are happening. We're releasing yeah. negative things from our life. Another okay. Oh, I was going to say another no. episode. This episode. We're doing that but, as yes, well. negative, negative things. Things that don't serve us. Things that just don't fit with what you want your life to look like. Not in alignment. In not in alignment. Like, I don't know. I've always dreamed about, like, from the very beginning, I've always said that I want my own chair. I want to be able to do it on my own. Like, I want to be my own boss. And I think ultimately that's the deciding factor is that I've always wanted to do it. And Ulta is great. I've met a lot of great people there. But not where I see myself in the end. Yes, I can grow there, but I can't grow how I want to. So, yeah. It's exciting. You're like... I'm jazzed. Business. Oh, you're going to be like a, a little business owner. Your own little business. I'm a little business oh my, bagel. Oh my God, a business bagel. That's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. That is, no, it's exciting, because then you get to, like, do things on your own, you get to, like, decorate your little area, and just have your own vibe. For all the holidays, yeah. I was thinking of doing some tarot readings, like, when your color's processing, or, or, like, something like that, like, we do, like, a little vibe check at the beginning and the end. Like, only if they're, like, into it and comfortable, but, like, that could be, like, a fun little add-on to your service. I feel like, and if people are into it. Like, I'll probably have, like, a a deck that are at the salon and a deck that's my at-home deck, you know? 
I, I was just toying with that idea today. Did your oyster, man. You could do anything. You could, like, have them do their hair, and then while they're waiting for their hair to, like, process, you could be like, let's do a quick little vibe check, and then we'll... Let's do a check-in. How are you? What's going washing on? Washing the hair. Let's do our affirmations. I love myself. That's what I'm thinking, like a little self-love bar. I love it. Okay, I'll be the receptionist. I'll be like, hello, welcome, you're here to see Abigail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, that's fantastic. I'm excited. That would be great. What about you? I'm excited for you to get out of here situation that we won't talk to much. <laughs> no, genuinely, I have been like working in this job for a year, over a year, and it I literally got this job like right before COVID. So it's not even like I got to authentically have my job for that long because we started working from home and stuff. So now my new job, mm-hmm. I am just jazzed that I'll be like back in a place where I can have a routine and feel some self-worth and it will be great. So I am yes. thrilled. Be fabulous. On to bigger and better things. I mean, we're so young, like who knows if we'll even have these jobs in 10 years because what if we're not even in the the state anymore? No, what if I'm in this so country? Like, what if I live in Sydney, Australia? What if? Like, what if we're doing this podcast um, permanently, virtually, because you're in a different country than I am? That gave me so like, anxiety. <laughs> it's okay. There's such thing as planes. <gasps> we'll be rich to afford plane tickets. Right and jet. we can travel. Uh, I'm also thinking time travel will be real by then. Yeah. Like, if we could actually do it. Just, like, hop, life. skip over. I'll be like, um, I'm ready to go to Abigail. Exactly. Just there. Just zoop. And I can just juke back. Okay, I want to go back home. Zoop. See, that would be the issue. I can't it wait. wouldn't be the getting places. It would solve all of my issues. going home. I'd be, like, sitting at a dinner with people I would see and then so just, like, people. zoom back home. Oh, I would see so many people. No, that's true. That's true. Because, like, then it's not so rude for me to leave abruptly because I'd be like, sorry, guys, like, I'm really overwhelmed. No, right. Or just, like, no explanation. Boom, sorry, I thought a home, like, it just took me there. Craziest thing. I felt so sick in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. had to go home. Peace out. Never will see me again. I can't wait. No, I can't wait. That's going to be a great time. But, um, what brought us here? Quitting our jobs. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, so, that's the big, big, I don't know. That's the big news for the week. We quit our jobs and we are jobs. on to more exciting things. And because of that, we're going to talk about a time that we were not on to so exciting things. <laughs> Not such great things. We didn't think that we were would be on to such great things. No, yeah, I didn't think I'd ever make this decision. If you'd have asked me five years ago if I would be the person that I am right now, I probably would have laughed at you, like to the core. I would have been like, "No, honey, this is how it's gonna be," and my self would have been wildly unhappy. Now, (laughs) so. Growth is important. Growth is wildly important. Very important. 
But you're making it, so it's okay. That's all you can do these days. Inch by inch. Like all your plants. No. Just spreading out your little I love watching them grow. Just like my homies. What do the homies and plants Dude, have in common? I love watching them grow. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> I All right, get guys. That was this week's episode of Codependent. I hope you really enjoyed. Please like, rate, and subscribe on whatever platform if you can. We've reached our um, destination. Don't forget to follow us on there at Codependent Girls on Instagram and Twitter. Love Peace you. out. <laughs> Bye. All right. It is. <laughs> I've been kicked off. I've been kicked off the show. So. She looked like the human version of the, like, begging, big-eyed, sad-eyed emoji. (laughs) The most heartfelt thing. Shut up. I'm literally going to get that tattooed on my body someday. No, Sam, I love that emoji. I, like, you know people honestly I want to get it next to the oh sparkles I want to get it you know people have the teardrop tattoo I want to get that on my face it's like I'm a sad girl <laughs> I'm a sad girl for life with the doe eyes <laughs> you're a wheel girl oh my gosh no I send that emoji whenever I need to get what I want immediately I'm like doe eye doe eye doe eye beg 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 dead mm. oh my gosh no, I like it. So, I, love I like it. Girl. Okay, well, then, with that being said, what's your, uh, I don't know, what's your worst habit, your worst self? My worst habit? Trait. My worst know. habit yeah. as a person. Worst habit. My worst habit as a person, personally, is that I bite my nails. It aggravates me as a person. Mm. I get so frustrated when other people bite their nails, but like it's very hypocritical because I too bite my nails. And it's actually really funny because Abigail and I were talking about this when we tried to record this episode yesterday or the day before. And I had a revelation. We did, we did, we did. I had a revelation because when I was in high school, I took a psychology class and my teacher, we were like talking about um, habits (laughs) that serial killers have. I'm literally not joking you. And we were talking about like Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and we were talking about like habits that they had. So for example, these are obviously drastic, but like um, how if you, you know, are super like attracted to roadkill and that kind of stuff like obviously or killing animals like you're gonna be somebody that kills people at some point it's just how it goes so we were talking about those things and somehow we got talking about like little habits that you know everyday people have that you know you're not necessarily going to be like the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world but they're not great habits they're like anxiety driven or like trauma driven habits and <laughs> Literally one of them is like how many people like in this room bite their nails. And when I kid you not that I was the only person in the classroom that raised their hand thinking that like, no, thinking that I would be like, you know, majority. My teacher, I don't remember his name. I wish I did because I would just like, I want to ask him about this. (laughs) He said that like my nail biting is linked to some sort of like anxiety with that was within my childhood 
because he's like, do you remember when you started biting your nails? And I'm like, no, it's not like I remembered like, oh, after this happened, like I picked up that habit. It literally was just something I've always done. So I was like, okay, I've been anxious since I was a child. Now that I think about that, I can't believe it took me literally like 10 years after that to find out that I had anxiety. To like really sit down and be like, this is it. Like my psychology professor, literally teacher, he was in high school. I can't give him that much credit. He literally looked in my eyes and said that. And I just said, thanks. (laughs) Cool. Anyway, next lesson. Which is actually crazy because I think if you think about these habits that you have, they actually have like a deeper meaning. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like I know for people, like if I think if people were to at like, I don't know, on the outside looking in, I think my worst trait is that I don't have a routine. I'm late to literally everything, mm-hmm. late to everything. Could not, could not get somewhere on time if I needed to be, if my life depended on it. <laughs> like genuinely, That's genuinely. And I, and it's not that like, I feel like a lot of people take it as or I shouldn't say a lot of people because I don't want to speak for anyone. No one's ever said this to me, but I know that like it's obviously disrespectful because if I'm late to something and I said I would be somewhere at a certain time, like it's rude because it seems like I don't care about being there. Like I a hundred percent get that. I would I feel that way if people are late for me. So it's like I get it, but I have done my research on this. I have done my scientific research on this. There is a thing out there called avoidance behavior. (laughs) And this is where, this is when you avoid things, even things that are good, like even things that are positive things that you want to do. You just simply have an avoidance behavior because you have some sort of like trigger or panic about anything literally just anything happening like oh if I go there you know like what if something happens while I'm there and I have to do this you know just that kind of thing like so I think that down to it 100% I have anxiety that's I think my worst trait about myself (laughs) because everything I'm not kidding you everything that I have looked up that I've noticed about myself in thinking about this has is triggered by some sort of anxiety I know where it's coming from wholeheartedly. God told me. (laughs) No, I wish I knew where the anxiety was coming from. Then we'd be solved. But I feel like I've I feel like I've got a better grasp on it now. That I understand myself. Like before I think I was just like going through life. I agree. I'm not like, I mean, if you didn't realize that you had anxiety until you graduated No, college. I literally was diagnosed with anxiety last year by a medical professional. That's what I'm saying. By a medical so professional. And it, honest, it changed my life, man. Changed my life. Changed my life. Absolutely. I could, I honestly, like, that's why in, I think it was the last episode we talked about reintroducing ourselves and being like, if you have met me in the past, like, please allow me to reintroduce myself. That is how I feel because Mm -hmm. I feel like now that I know myself better and I've had like time to kind of evaluate like what the heck is going on rather than just like projecting or blaming situations, 
I would like to reintroduce myself. Hello. Yeah. You know, because like I would, the way that I handled something five years ago is even five months ago is not even the same how I would handle it today kind of thing. Right. I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. Which is crazy. I don't think your anxiety is your worst trick. Oh, okay. Actually, I will agree that your anxiety is your worst trick because you don't know the root of it, and I think that that sucks. I really don't. Like, I I wish I did. (laughs) But there is, like, such a thing that, like, I mean, isn't, because there's, what, just clinical... Like, there's not a reason to remove depression or anxiety. Right. I mean, there's, like, I... Like, there's people that have that. Like, they're, like yes, there's stuff like you that you get anxious about, but, like, there had to have been something that caused you to not trust, like... Yeah. The world, if that No, genuinely. Sense. I don't know. Like, I remember... When I was in school, I was in college, and I was, like, a sophomore in college, I literally, this is before, like, this is actually so embarrassing. I'm, like, having a mental moment where I want to just, like, scream. I studied psychology for four years. I studied psychology for four years. Literally for, like, two years of that, I couldn't even go to class because I was, like, so sick I would get so sick before class I would not be able to go to class I would like walk to class and as soon as I would get to class I would have to run to the bathroom because I would get sick like it was just I didn't understand it and it obviously it reflects poorly on you as a student because they're like you're never in class and like you're always sick and I'm like I know I don't get it I literally can't even walk into the door and so Like, I went to see, I'm not even kidding you, I went to so many doctors. I got CAT scans. I got brain scans. Like, I literally had all my entire body scanned, and they were like, nothing's wrong with you. And I was like, that's good news, but it's also kind of bad news. Like, I would have rather you told me something was going on. So, like, I genuinely just had no idea what that meant at all and I was just like feeling sick and I literally went through that until like last year and I actually had a couple of um friends who were like getting more comfortable with um like talking about anxiety and then obviously Abigail looked at me one day and was like you have anxiety and I was like that is the cruelest thing you've ever said to my face <laughs> you know what's weird is that I literally don't remember saying you that did you. and you said it to me so casually like it wasn't like it was a, like even constructive criticism like you literally said it like you were relating to me and I was like she just read me for filth <laughs> she just read me for filth. you're like yeah you have anxiety and I was like oh <laughs> I went to a medical professional like maybe a week or two later and I was diagnosed they make you take those like cute little 10 question tests you know where they're just like oh, how so likely cute. are you to off yourself and you're like I don't even know if I can answer oh, responsibly like are you gonna put me in a mm-hmm. psych ward but Honest, honest, or, like, kind? Like, do we want to dip into the dark stuff, or should I throw in some humor here? I don't know. And, like, literally, she told me I had anxiety, and I was like, oh, that's so funny, because, like, 
I, yeah. I do. And that changed my life. Like, I literally, I started, I went to therapy, and I started taking my, like, meds for anxiety, which I know is, like, everybody has their own journey, but the meds have truly actually helped me. Like, I literally used to not be able to be in a social situation without shaking and, like, feeling like I was going to die, and I couldn't mm-hmm. even enjoy being around people because I just felt, yeah, like, I just felt like I was going to die. I would literally be in the most mm-hmm. comfortable situations and all of a sudden have to, like, leave. And there was no explanation and people were just like, like, I remember I lived with my, um, three friends last year and I was hanging out with one of them. And like, we were literally having a wonderful conversation, just like talking about, you know, how great the day was. And I literally was like, I remember he was in the middle of talking about it and I literally just got up and left and went up to my room. And I remember, like, nothing happened after that. Like, we just, like, went on about our like, life. Like, I went to bed, you know, he went to bed. And then the next day he was like, are you okay? And I was like, thank you for understanding that I just had to leave. Like, I, it wasn't even rude. It wasn't even like I couldn't, like, handle listening to him. I literally was just like, I physically can't be here right now. Like, I can't even listen to you. I can't even focus. I have to go upstairs to my room. And it was, that was a moment where I was like, I definitely have anxiety. Like, I have to figure this out. And so I did. Like, I just really started to, like, focus on my environment and be like, okay, you gotta make sure you know what's going on and, like, not be super focused about everything that's going on around me, but to also be aware of it. And, like, I think that sometimes my reality gets distorted and I think that things are going on that aren't actually going on because I, like, live in my head. That was also something I realized. Like, if I hit a situation where I start to believe something, I'm like, oh, there's no changing it. I got to go. I got to (laughs) go. I got to go. I got to go. Which was just, man, I give it out to my friends who have really just understood my... uh, crippling anxiety (laughs) because it's hard well yeah it's just it's not fun it's hard to like map and figure out Mm. and like not everyone gets it right because not everyone goes through it in a similar way like sometimes if you find someone that like gets how you function in your anxiety it can be a lot easier to like relate to someone absolutely Um, I don't think a lot of people understand anxiety. I don't think a lot of people can feel for people with anxiety in a full way mm-hmm. because they don't know how it feels because they're blessed with normal brains. But right, um, like they've just never felt that, or they're like, I don't understand, or they just like refuse to believe Igno- that they haven't it's acknowledged real. it in themselves. So how can you acknowledge that in another mm-hmm. person? My parents tell me all the time, like, they are very, I could talk to them about um, anxiety and things like that, and they're very, like, present in the conversation, but they have never Mm -hmm. experienced it on a personal level. So, like, my dad is always, like, try to, like, express, how how do you feel? Like, he'll always just be, like, try to tell me how you feel. And I literally always say, I feel like I have an impending sense of doom, like, something is gonna go wrong. And he's like, why would you feel mm-hmm. that? With anything that I decide. Right. And he's like, why would you feel that? That's, like, the worst. And I'm like, I'm also phoning a friend. No shit, man. <laughs> I'm also phoning a friend. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because it's like, if you don't understand it, I also kind of don't understand it. So, like, we're learning together. 
which is a grace that to not everybody has. Strap in. Yeah, so that's why I'm always like, thank yeah. you for being an understanding person to anybody that gets that empathetic side because it can be wild, man. Like, it can really change people's It's lives. hard. It can. It's hard out here for a hustler. No, it is. They do not make it easy. They do not make it easy, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. Then I went on a two-month journey by myself, and I had a meditative state. I had a spiritual journey. I did some journaling, some meditation. I was literally alone. She was not in the same earth <laughs> as anyone no, else. No, I literally was. She was not I had a, anywhere near Something anyone. happened to me. Something happened to me. I had a transformation. I don't know where she went. I don't really either. She disappeared off the face of the earth. I knew she was alive, but she was gone. No, my dad. Alive, but gone. My dad literally checked my location and was like, Elizabeth, why are you in Nebraska? And I was like, I'm just going to Colorado. I had nothing else to do. Why are you in Nebraska? (laughs) Are you? I mean, I can't imagine as a parent, like your first thought is, this is a 26-year-old Madeline McCain. Like... Mm -hmm. Thank God for modern technology. But I don't know, man. Moral of my story is it gets better. <laughs> I really feel that it though. Does. I feel like I don't know. I think Because now you're doing a right. lot. And better. I feel like even people like that have known me throughout any phase of my life would never think that I was a person that was struggling with anxiety or that something that was that crippling. Because I don't like to, like, I don't, I don't like to show people that I'm not doing well. Not that anybody likes to, like, show off that they're not doing well. But I don't like to be, like, overly broadcasting of it and stuff. Because I don't really understand it. So I'm like, how can I expect another person to explain this to me? So... No, you really can't expect anybody else to understand it. So you kind of have to just... Live in, live it in yourself, and like, ex, I don't know, express how much you want to express about it, and then see if anybody resonates right. with it. And you have to just separate yourself, evaluate what's going on, and then mm-hmm. move forward. And mm. you can do it. You'll get there. If I've done it, anybody on this earth can do it. If I'm telling you, Elizabeth used to text me. <laughs> During these panic attacks, and I'm not downplaying them at all, but like I'm just saying, like this girl was ridiculous. I'm actually embarrassed. But she turned the corner, has really grown. She has. Um, she's learning new ways to calm down and understand things better before freaking out. Oh my gosh, out. dude. My, I can't even. Really I can't even. Her. That is, I know everybody's sick of it, but like, I literally can't even believe I used to be the person I used to be. And that's probably the most beautiful thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> like, that's actually a beautiful moment. Love this. No, you're definitely Love a very different person. I love it. I love it. I hope that this continues. She's the queen. If it doesn't continue, she's the queen. We'll be back. We'll be back. Talk to you, bro. Talk to you. A new conversation from a new perspective.
Bro, this train. This train. I can't even hear it through my headphones. You can't? Well, the mic's picking it up. I don't know how much you can actually hear it. I just see a little thing. I swear that train only runs when we're recording. Like, I'm dead serious. When we're recording, it was 4 a.m. Just insane. And I hate them. Just I hate them. But anyway, besides the fucking train, um, I guess I will say my bad trait, which is also shockingly having to do with anxiety. Um, what is it? What is it? No pressure. I like to people please, so I say yes. To pretty much anything. She's a yes girl. I am not through working on this yet, but I have been trying. Acknowledgement is power. To put up boundaries. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to put up boundaries for myself, you know? I'm trying to get myself just like in a protective little bubble in my fam figure out what I want my life to look like and put it out there and then add extra characters. I love that. I um, love that. You're the main character, bro. But I'm the main character. My family's are the main character. Like, my family is the main character. Warren is the main character and of my everyone thoughts. everyone else... <laughs> no, let's be serious. Warren is the main character. We're all just living in his world. But I'm adding everyone else after that fact and thought... But prior to this thought process, I would overextend myself and not really think about myself at all. I would be constantly reaching out to anyone and everyone. Um, I mean, I still reach out to everyone because I care about everyone. I want them to be genuinely okay and happy and peace and love and light and everything. But um, I always try and fill my cup up first now. But Regardless, we're talking about prior. So um, you learned that you can't pour uh, from an empty cup. I did learn that. No, I can't pour from an empty cup. I've learned that. It's serious. I just had like chronic like feelings of I hate disappointing people. So like I never want to disappoint anyone, and then I feel like I am always on like the defense at the same time because like I want to prove that I am. Like, always oh, there for people Oh, I feel stuff. that. I feel you that. You know? So then it's like, no, remember, I was here, blah, 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 Right. And it's like, why do I need to do that? Why do I need to explain myself to someone? No. I don't. I did, the, I did the things that I did for them. I don't mm-hmm. need to say it again. They know. And if they don't know. I don't need to explain it to anyone. Exactly. Just write it down and... If it's time, it's time. Okay? Pack it up. But, yeah, I'm just, I guess boundaries is really the, the, the real name we should call my worst trait is I'm bad at boundaries. So, um, I've been working on my boundaries. I've, I feel like I've been getting better. Progress. Progress. It's hard. But she's not quite where she wants to be yet. But, yeah, it is hard. I don't know. I just, I never want anybody to have 
a sad day, and if I can help, why not? I also don't want to be anybody's villain, but guess what? Everyone is a villain in someone else's story. All the bad guy in somebody's story. It's... So, like, if I have to be a villain in a few people's stories, I guess that's fine. For you to be happy, right. And it's like, for me to be happy, yeah, and for them to be happy, ultimately, like, hello, like, was I just a villain for a little bit, and then you too realize that, like, you don't need me in your life? Yes. I kind of like that. Like, you are fine without me. I'm not that dire to you. Like, obviously, if I'm not meshing with you, you can't be feeling, like, that great about our relationship either. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's just one specific thing. Because, like, I remember a certain friendship. Like, she's a great person, again. But, um... We just were not great compatible. Like, I could not be the friend that she wanted me to be, and vice versa. So, like, it got awkward and weird. And it was like, finally, I was like, you know what? No. No. We're done. Goodbye. Don't contact me. Yeah. Have a great life. Peace the fuck out. Block. Great person. Great person. Not for yeah. my life. And that's and okay. Like, I think sometimes people yeah. like don't understand that aspect of things of being like, I don't understand why people, you know, have to un they unfollow you or unfriend you and that kind of thing. Like it's not necessarily out of spite. That's the thing. Social media, social media. Social media, social media doesn't Right. Like it's matter. not out of spite. Like I I think of, and I don't think everybody has this perspective, but, like, social media is your space. I post what I want to post, like, the content that I want to put out there. So, like, if I don't want to see something, I'm going to make sure I don't see it. So if I don't want to follow exactly. somebody, it's not because, like, oh, I hate you. It's, like, I don't want to, like, look at your things and feel, like, that kind of negative nostalgia, of you know like the past like that's not right. serving me because like I, I love you you still have a special right. place in my heart but like I don't need you mm, that's harsh I don't want I you don't, on the timeline I don't want you on the timeline I don't want you on the rest of my timeline the constant like, reminder it doesn't pan out great it doesn't pan out great for me to do that because then it's just a negative feeling because then I feel bad about the situation and yeah, situations can fucking suck. For ending a friendship or a relationship or a family situation can suck. And yeah. I think it helps to, um, I don't know, walk away from it like, and just wipe your hands of it completely and not have that person in your life at all. Not even a sliver of a reminder. So you can move on. You both can move on. No, I agree completely. It's great. I agree completely. I don't understand sometimes like how people I've I've done that and I'll be the first to admit it. Lord, people that are listening to this, I probably followed you and then refollowed you at some point, which is like it that takes so much dignity to get back on there and be like But then I forget and I'm like, Why did I unfollow you? And then I follow them. Like I, I don't like, like, I'm like, why did I unfollow you? I don't remember unfollowing you. So it's like, it's usually not out of malicious intent. No. It's usually just like, probably by accident, because I'm clearing out my following. And 
I accidentally click it. I don't know. Right. And some people can like get through the day and not have that like personally affect them, which I think is amazing. Like hats off to you. You're the strongest oh, social in the world. media. But like the average human being is like has feelings that get hurt when they see something that they don't want to see. So like there is power in creating a safe space where you're only going to see and like be a part of things that are good for you. And that includes social media. So don't ever feel bad for blocking your ex-boyfriend. Don't ever feel bad. But it's also just fucking social media. Like Like if if, if we're not friends, it's not real life. Usually literally. So like, don't take it. Don't take it for for seriousness. And like, take everything. I, in, if you have a problem, text me. Text me. If you don't have my number, lose the problem. <laughs> All facts, no motherfucking winner. <laughs> but no, I'm serious. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we we take things too seriously, but also do what's best for you and take that seriously. <laughs> Yeah, yes. And that's really, like, the, I don't know, theme of our, both of our topics. Just do what's best for you. Always. When you, and when you do what's best for you and you, like, focus on the good things in life that are, like, really, really good for you instead of thinking about, you know, the things that maybe you aren't so confident in. Like, if you start manifesting and thinking yeah. about those things that you are really invested in, all of the other stuff will either f- kind of fall into alignment or you'll start to realize where you need to refocus or it will kind of, like, eviscerate and you'll just, like, be focusing on the good stuff. And that's, like, the coolest thing in the world because then all of a sudden you're like, where did all the bad stuff go? I literally forgot it. I really do feel like... I really do feel like my brain has, like, switched. Like, I do feel like I think a lot more positively now that I've kind of tried to rewire my brain and, like, have done gratitude journaling every single day. Um, I've done, like, releasing lists every single day and, like, manifestation shit every single day. And if not every single day, at least I do it, like, try to do it every single day. I don't know. It's, like... Once you make it a habit, I think it totally rewires your brain into thinking a lot more positively. And I'm not saying that that's the cure to depression because it's not. But I think after you get medication, you do some therapy, you do some shadow work, you do some self-work within yourself with a therapist or yourself, or you make resolution with something. I don't know. You find healing with something. I think the next step is to, and I'm losing my thought. <laughs> That's actually so funny because I had something that I wanted to talk about and I was listening to you and forgot it. Where did it go? What was I saying? You were talking about... um, I had a good point. I'm pissed off. You were talking about how... um, I'm trying to think of like where in the conversation we were because we were talking about anxiety and depression and you were talking about how after you focus on yourself and you get help oh. and you know you have your coping mechanisms, journaling, gratitude, all that, how it changes your life and rewires your brain. Oh yeah, like it helps like to get out of like the trauma. Like I don't know, I felt like stuck in 
the depressed and traumatized brain. Like, that's how my brain only knew how to think. So, like, I didn't have anything to be anxious over. I didn't have anything to be sad over. Like, I had beca- became at peace with a lot of the things that have gone wrong in my life or my previous hurts or whatever the fuck. So I didn't know why I kept waking up sad. I was like, this is not, I'm not sad. And I got really angry. And then, um, I don't even remember how I found out about gratitude. Oh, fucking Monday. Everyone started saying fucking, I am grateful for this. I am grateful oh, for that. Yeah, I did this, like a I little, that, I this, I um, like a phase uh, of gratitude thing. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh my God, whatever. Mm-hmm. This shit so is going. And then I was like, <laughs> right. I'm so grateful that I'm making money. And uh, I'm no, not. Genuinely. Anyway. It's got to be personal. You got, it's got to hit on a personal level. Personal level. But then I left kind of a little bit before, after I started being serious about it and like really researching it and finding out more shit about it and stuff. And now I'm like, okay, I literally like that um, Ross Geller clip that's on TikTok where it's like, at first I was like, ah. But now that I've had time to absorb it, I'm cool. I'm dead. Or whatever the fuck I'm it dead. says. That's how you feel. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah, and now I should have thought it's gone again, but I'm pretty sure I made the point. I'm so, I, <laughs> well, to your point, I was watching. Um, uh, I don't know what I was on, some form of social media. I think it was Instagram. And I was watching this girl. She was talking about how she started her. This was on Instagram. She was talking about how she started her spiritual journey and how the first thing that she did, like in her own personal spiritual journey, was to write a letter to the universe. And she wrote a letter of forgiveness. So you take, um, you write to the universe and you apologize, almost like you're apologizing to yourself. And so I was, I watched this video for probably like I had it, I saved it and I watched it like within a week span. I watched it like three times because I was like, oh, I want to do this. I think it would be fun. But then I avoided it because I was like, I know that once I do this, that it's going to be like groundbreaking and I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. So I did it. (laughs) And literally, I'm not kidding you. I started writing things and like, when you start writing things, you know, you want to say like, I'm sorry for the times that you didn't feel like yourself and like those, you know, main things. But then once you start writing and you get like really comfortable and you start actually thinking about the things that you want, not even like that you want to hear that somebody's sorry for, but like that you want to forgive yourself for. I'm not kidding you. I wrote Mm -hmm. out, it was five and a half pages long. And then I read it to myself and I was like, so impressed with how aware I was of all of these things that were negatively impacting me, but I was not aware of how to like, I wasn't necessarily aware to bring them to my conscious, if that makes sense. I like knew I would be like, yeah, I know that like, oh yeah, that happened, whatever. But I wasn't like dealing with it. It was so empowering. It was so empowering. I was like, all of these things that you carry with you 
that you really don't even have to. Like, even right. I, that's why I think journaling is such an empowering thing to do, like just to write down things. Because if you write something down and all of a sudden you have all these other ideas, like you just keep writing and all of a sudden you completely understand the thought that you had because you've written all this stuff down. Yeah. I just, just, writing is a powerful tool. Writing is a powerful tool. I have recently started doing Oh my gosh, that. I journal literally four times a day. I'm not kidding you. Because I live rent free no, in my I, head. I do journal quite a lot. Same. Anytime I have spare time, that is what I do. Right. I'm like, let me get my thoughts out. Or meditating. Let me get my thoughts out. See, meditating, or you meditating. do are super good at meditating. I have not been able to tackle that yet because I have trouble with like sitting in one place and not having something to do. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. I will start a meditation and then two minutes in, if I'm not fully invested, I have to do something else. I have to put it in. Yeah, like I have it. to really find the way that I can just like be so consumed and present in it. Because it can be life changing. I mean, like Jared Leto, Jared Leto went on that meditation. Sometimes it's well, not great. I've heard, so I was reading this article about, um, I've been doing a lot of work on, or work, I've been doing a lot of research on shadow self and shadow work and getting in touch with Mm -hmm. healing your inner child and that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, this girl, she did a, it's like a one and a half hour meditation, which I have never done a meditation that's longer than like 45 minutes because I think I would fall asleep, like genuinely if I was that relaxed. And I've never done one like that's been in a group. It's always been by myself. So I was this girl, she did an hour and a half thing and she put it on YouTube actually. And she said that she like made it through the first five minutes and then she cried, bawled, shook. Her body was having a emotional situation for the last like hour and 15 minutes of it. And she said it was like the most life-changing thing she's ever been through in her entire life. And I want to try it because it's like a guided meditation. But I'm scared. I want it with somebody. Like, I want to do it where I don't have any responsibility. Like, I don't have to. No, I want to do it where my brain is shut off. (laughs) I haven't seen something that has, you know, influenced my way of thinking. Nobody texted me this. I don't have that to do. Like, and that's Mm -hmm. my thing. I I think I get so nervous that I'm not going to be so present in it. And then I'm not gonna like get yes. out of it what I actually want. You can't. You gotta. You gotta just let it go. Let it roll right through you. Right. Just toss it to the side. Right, and that's the thing I think is like that's why people say meditation is so powerful because it literally is being present in the moment. And if you can turn your brain to be so like peacefully present in a moment, that is, I think, the most powerful mm-hmm. tool in the universe the most powerful tool in the universe. Because if you can be present, like, you're fully there. Most of us are not... Most of us, when we're, like, sitting there around a group of people, I guarantee you half the people you're with are not even there. Their brains are thinking of something else, what they're doing tomorrow, what they should have done instead of this. Like, all of those things. Right. Wishing where they would be. So, like, to be present in a moment is a gift. And that's something I want to do so badly... I want to, like, totally forget that I have responsibilities other than what that moment is, which is impossible. Same. Like, I don't know how people have mortgages. Are you kidding me? 
You want me to meditate and then think about the fact that I have to pay off a mortgage? Rude. No, I don't, don't even make me think about it, bro. So, I don't know. We got to get, like, Jared Little on here. He did that meditation thing where he left for, like, a year, and he had no idea the coronavirus was even real. That's how... F- you didn't hear Shut that? Up. No, he literally, no. at the end of, like, 2019 or something, he went on a meditation retreat in like California or something like that so it was like a super secluded area they didn't have any electricity he was like full on in yoga meditation mode for months and then he came back and like obviously they're so secluded like he had no idea what was going on he had no idea about the quarantine he had no idea about the coronavirus like imagine Jared Little just like walking into Hollywood mask off why is everyone running around like crazy (laughs) No, I wonder how convinced Which is just, he was. I think that meditation is wild. It's wild. I've heard, I listened to this podcast, and this guy said that he did, like, a meditation. He's been studying meditation for, like, 10 years. And he can finally be at a meditative state constantly throughout the day. He finds himself in a meditative, calm state. Right, he studied it. He's like gotten down to the biological, physiological science of the body and how it responds to things and like individually how his body responds. Like he has just, and he said he did it all in meditation. It's all in a visual exercise and guided exercises. Insane. Like he literally rewired his brain to be calm. That's why I think spirituality, like, regardless of what how you practice it if it's like a religious thing if you believe in vibes if you're a higher power god whatever that stuff is real you gotta find yeah, whatever, like whatever it is, calls though. to you whatever speaks to you that is real the higher power is there and once you connect with it in a meditative state allegedly you're good yeah yeah, I don't know wow. if I'll ever be okay. I'm speechless. <laughs> but, Me like, either. there's hope. And with that being said, <laughs> there's hope. Please try no. it. Try to find some peace And also share. Share how you, like, I love hearing how people take care of themselves. Some people love yoga. Share. Share what your worst train is and how you're changing it. I love how are you working on yourself right that. now? How are you working on yourself right now? What is your shadow work doing right now? Or if you need, let us know. if you need, let us feel know. like you need a little push, we're always here to help. Ask us one of our favorite shadow uh, right. work questions. Right. We'll let you know. I love to share, obviously. <laughs> I love to share. I'm an overshare. It's one of my shadow responses. That should have been our so, toxic trait, but yeah. it can't be because we're on a podcast. <laughs> on the podcast that's what we do so but also i'm serious about the commenting and rating please do that and following us at codependent girls on instagram and twitter um i look forward to seeing you guys oh my gosh stay healthy stay happy heal yourselves we love you love and light babes i'm so dead good night new york city (laughs) 